Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of a songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast once again this week. Another very special guest for you, and I know you're going to love her, and I will introduce you in just a little bit. But first, let me tell you about Discover Sooner. Discover Sooner, one of our sponsors, my good friend Nancy Deccan put this together. She's the CEO, and if you are a songwriter, this is a good place for you to go. Visit discoversooner.com. You will find a community of songwriters cheering each other on, people you can collaborate with, but more importantly than that, publishers and meetings, Zoom meetings, uh, almost on a monthly basis where you can get to meet people, make the connections that will help you get discovered sooner. Discoversooner.com. Check them out when you get a chance after this podcast today, and I certainly appreciate it. Well, our guest today is Judy Pastor. Hello, Judy. Hello. <laughs> she has been heard on radio here in uh, in Nashville, WSM, my favorite station, Roots Radio, WMOT, Lightning 100. Um, she has uh, been a regular at the listening room with all kinds of big uh, writers. Uh, you know. So we're going to find out more about her, and we're going to hear her story and hear her music, and uh, I hope you stick around for that. I want to start with a song uh, that is, uh, well, not counting her last Christmas song, um, her current release, which is called The Ride. So here is our guest. She's going to play later on for us live around the dining room table, Judy Pastor on the Songwriter Connection podcast.
That's such a cool message. It's all about the ride, isn't it, Judy Bastard? Yes, absolutely. Mm, great song. Thank you. You a solo writer on that, or uh, no? How'd that I come actually about? wrote it with my friend Kelly Johnson. Okay, um, she's a writer here in town and a singer songwriter, uh-huh. and uh, we wrote it a few years ago, actually. And I, I just kind of shelved it, you know, as you do. Sometimes you do, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I would play it now and again. But my husband was like the big encourager on this one. He yeah. was like, "Can you please play that song?" Start, <laughs> and he wanted me to start playing it out, and I did. And I played it for my producer, and it was just. Everyone that heard it was like, this is so catchy. And it I, is. I was like, thanks. Yeah. I was like, okay. And then when I had like, uh, it was time to go and cut a song and I had several to choose from. It was like the people that are closest to me that I, that I trust, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I like all the songs, so I didn't really care really, truly which one I was going to do. Cause I eventually will cut all the ones that I, that I love um, but everybody wanted the ride. So I was like, okay, I'll yeah. do the ride. And I'm so glad I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it turned out great. Thanks. Yeah, sometimes you got, you've got all your own little children here. And it's it's hard to uh, distance yourself enough to make a decision like that. So it's always good to get input in it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how do you choose? You know, yeah. you only got so many you can record. Right. So, yeah. So, um, so nice to have you on the show. I've, we found out recently that we're kind of neighbors, which I we did are. not know. We are. Yeah. The Hermitage people. I appreciate you coming and being around our dining room table today. <laughs> it's awesome, yeah. And we've got this new place in Hermitage, which is uh, nice. On our side of town, um, there's not a lot of places to play. And now we have a new place called 12 Keys. Yes. Uh, which I love. It's a... Um, it's a uh, a beer joint with a music problem. You gotta love that. Yeah. And and Mo Strommel, who uh, opened the place and runs it, uh, big thanks to him. So a shout out, you know, so so to speak. Yeah. Um. And uh, so you've played there with me, and right. we're doing a, a Wednesday night songwriter night there now. If you're listening here in Nashville, you need to come and be a part of that now. Yes. Please do. Uh. So I thank you for that too. Not only for coming here and playing around the dining room table here on the podcast, for being part of that show too. That means a lot. It was really fun. Yeah. And I know you're coming back. I am. Yeah, that's cool. Um, let's let's find out a little bit more about you. First time I well, I was starting to tell you before we recorded this, but it wasn't the first time I saw you perform. But uh, one of my favorite times was an instrument for education's show at uh, the listening room, which is a, a great venue um, here in Nashville uh, to see shows, especially. And and Troy Castellano puts those on. We had Troy on the show earlier this season talking about his great program, Instruments for Education. So it was a benefit you were doing. Yes. And it was the first time I heard you talk about yourself and things that you do besides music. Mm-hmm. And you do a lot. You, you, you do stuff with education, <laughs> too. And I do. Tell us a little bit about what you do and... Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's it actually is still with music mostly. Um mm-hmm. it's uh like special music yeah. for kids with special needs. Special needs. Yeah. I've okay. been doing that for some time now. Like I started that back in Pennsylvania before I moved to Nashville. Yeah. And uh kindergarten classes um oh. which not with special needs but regular children's music. Yeah. I started doing children's music as a to supplement my grown-up music so to speak uh-huh. and um and it worked out really well I, I had a good response um I worked for a company um back in uh the Philadelphia area and he would send me out to different um schools and uh, I did you know preschool and kindergarten and all that and I got pretty good at doing it and um at some point along the way he put me in uh for some special needs classes to see how it would go and to my delight and surprise it was like a very successful program um the 
teachers and the aides would see responses from the children that they were looking for. Um, And so it was like, it just became an important part of what I do. I do not have a degree in music education, so I don't call it music therapy, Mm -hmm. even though it seems to be therapeutic. Yeah. Um, so I just call it special music and I've done a lot of one-on-one since then. And therapeutic, I imagine not only for the students, but for Judy Pastor too. It is therapeutic. I mean, I have a connection with, I, I tend towards, um, those that have a need or those that don't have a voice, you know, I mean, I like to, I care about like people and, uh, their needs. Um, and I'd like to kind of try to remember that as I pursue my own dreams and my own career it's I think it's really important that's why I love what Troy does because yeah I do too yeah, yeah. I mean instruments for education is pretty awesome so. yeah mm-hmm. and music for, for these students these young students so that's something you've continued when you when you came to Nashville yeah and mm-hmm. it just ended in 2020 and it hasn't resumed COVID stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah all the any classes or any yeah. one-on-one work that I was doing just came to a halt and it 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 hasn't picked back up yet, but hopefully it will. My wife is a teacher. Uh, she teaches uh, English as a second language, and COVID kind of put the kibosh on that, yeah. too. And she's just now starting to get to get back and, yeah. uh, with her students. So, yeah, I know. that's That was a bummer, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Right. So, well, uh, that's pretty good. And you also work, I saw something uh, that you work with women in recovery, too. I do. I'll actually be at the mission, uh, the Nashville Rescue Mission this Friday night. Oh, I that's do, nice. Yeah, yeah, I do a woman's coffee house um, about once every like six weeks. Um, they have a coffee house for these women that are living there and in a recovery program. Mm-hmm. They come out of jail. They've they're coming out of addictions, um, abusive relationships, whatever it is. There's a need, and I just go in and um, sing with them, talk with them. Sometimes we pray. You know, it just depends. Um, it's a faith based program. So, um, but a lot of them are like fresh, you know, out of these situations and some have been in the program for longer. So it's kind of a, it's like mixed when you go in there, but I always, um, really, 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 that's one that really like, uh, ministers or blesses me, I would say, you know, just because it's, it's just, it's humbling, you know, anybody, there's nothing much that separates us from being on the other side of like where we are, like we have nice homes and, you know, whatever it is and, and they don't. And it's like, well, I mean, gosh, I mean, if you have something to give, then give. That's what I say. You know, I really admire you for that because there are so many talented people in this town and sometimes you hear them complain, you can't get cuts and you can't make money. You have a, if you have a gift, you know, it's given to you. And I think it's, your job to share that gift find a way to get out there and share it so i really admire the way you do that you give back for your Bye. gift and, thank you and that's really something well listen i want to hear another song from you because right. we got your uh, taylor guitar out and we're around the duncan fife dining room table <laughs> and we get amazing sound in this room for some reason yeah. and i want to hear how judy fills it up so All judy right. pastor is our guest what you want to sing for us i think i'm going to do one that i actually wrote with nancy deccant i love nancy and sandy ramos a and great sandy writer here in town yes this one is called up in smoke great my feet know where i'm headed but i don't know where they'll land got no expectations just a hunger in my hands ambition is a drug 
dreams are gasoline. I've got both of them just waiting to ignite inside of me. If I fly like a rocket, I could go down in flames. I might change history or not change anything. I'm gonna keep on rising. It's all I really know. I'm gonna burn these dreams far as they'll go, or I'll go up in smoke. My spirit is on fire. The small town's running dry, but I gotta keep on moving. See what else I can try. Is something good is coming? I feel it in my veins, and I ain't gonna hang around one more day. If I fly like a rocket, I could go down in flames. I might change history or not change anything. I'm gonna keep on rising. It's all I really know. song. Thanks. Co-written by Sandy Ramos, Ramos and uh, Nancy Deck and, and uh, Judy Pastor, who's our uh, guest here today on the show. Kind of a different take on um, on determination, huh? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Got a dream and we're going to pursue it until it goes up in smoke. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Nancy's idea and I was in the writer's room with Nancy a couple times and we wrote the song and then um, decided it needed Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> So then uh, I Zoom with Sandy and we uh, wow. kind of just changed a few things and finished it, completed it. And, and Nancy loved it. Everybody was happy. I cut a demo yeah. of it at Omni um, with one of my producers, Bill McDermott. And Sandy's got the, uh, well, they both have the track, but Sandy's got it for potential pitching. And both of them are yeah, doing pitchers. a little plugging and yeah. pitching. Exactly. So hopefully we'll hear more about that song. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thanks. Thanks for playing it here uh-huh. around the dining room table, for yeah. sure. Let's get into uh, your uh, musical background, how it all started for you. You grew up in the Philadelphia area? Yes. Pennsylvania? Uh-huh. Yeah? Okay. So outside Philly, in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I started playing guitar when I was eight years old. My yeah. parents gave me uh, piano lessons, and I wanted to play guitar. So I <laughs> asked my mom, Mommy, can I have guitar lessons? And they said yes, and um, that's kind of how it started. 
Do you still play a little piano or just... Um, I do play a little piano, but I have not like performed with like a keyboard out. I yeah. have one like in my music room. Yeah. And I do like to like fiddle around, uh-huh. but yeah. So what drew you to the guitar though? What was it about the guitar? I must have seen someone. I can't re- remember, uh-huh. but I must have seen like someone, a, a female probably, singing and playing, I would think. And, um, you know, I was influenced by like, you know, we were in the, I grew up in the Northeast, so it was like rock music and mm-hmm. it was all these like, those like 1970s singer-songwriters already, you know, yeah. had been around and um I was just very like, I just thought they looked so cool and they sounded so great. And I was like, ooh. And I don't know, I just wanted to play the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was uh, very young and uh, living right behind us, there was uh, a gentleman who was older than us, uh, but he had a guitar. He had this he had this blue Fender uh, that he would play through his um, uh, little amp. And, and I can remember hearing outside him practicing and, and I'm thinking, that's the most beautiful sound I've ever heard. I want to play guitar someday. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, eventually it would happen. Yeah. So it's kind of funny how in a early, uh, early in your life you get uh, yeah. a notion like that yeah. and uh, just go for it. So yeah. So when did you start writing songs? Was it right away when you got your guitar? Or? Yes, it was actually right away. I wrote some, I had some po- poetry. Mm-hmm. Like I would, you know, like eight-year-old poetry, you yeah. know, like, you know, the... Flowers are pretty. My mom is pretty. I love God. You know, or, you know, just little things like that. But I, Uh my first two chords, I put some of my poetry like that to the chords. Just very organic. Yeah. But really, it was to come that I'm a songwriter. And so, Mm -hmm. but that was kind of how it, how it really first started was just, yeah, Yeah. natural. Wow. Yeah. I know. Wow. People are like, do you still have those songs? And I'm like, um, no, I don't. No. Don't think so. So you read and you write a lot these days, don't you? I do. Do, do you keep a regular schedule? Or? I I had, but mm-hmm. it's now I don't. Nothing's I regular anymore. <laughs> it's all irregular. Ever since COVID hit, nothing's it's, regular. No, anymore. not really. Yeah. And you know, I'm kind of a fifty-fifty writer, fifty percent, fifty percent artist. So I do. Um, I am like very passionate about going out and playing my songs. You are, and and that's a real big difference. Um, yeah, you know, some people like me, we're songwriters. You right. Know, I don't consider myself an artist, but you are an artist songwriter. Yeah. And that's a whole different category. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah I think it is. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I have to also commend you about is uh, today in in this DIY uh, music environment that we live in today, yeah. you do a very good job of getting your name. And, and your stuff out there. Thank you. On all of the socials, uh, and you're out there everywhere. People can just uh, type in Judy Pastor, and that's not O-R, it's E-R. It's E-R. E-R. <laughs> uh, and they're going to find videos of you. They're going to find your music on Spotify. And I do urge you to do that, because she's got some great stuff up there, including um, her great cover, your great cover of Blowing in the Wind by yeah. Bob Dylan. Uh-huh. Yeah, great job Thank on that. Thank you. So. That, that was a whole like inspiration yeah. thing that came from, you know, different people saying you need you know you might you got to really listen to this song and I had I'd heard that song uh-huh. but I never like really like listened with like ears I don't know I listened with different ears and yeah. just felt very impressed upon that I was like I should cover that song and I, yeah. I told my producer over at Omni Bill McDermott um that I wanted to cut that song and he thought it was a good idea and I was like Okay. Did you have the feeling that it uh, applies today? Uh, I, I did. Just I do. as m- much yeah. today as it did back then? Yeah, I do. And that's uh-huh. what's so crazy is like, it was like a number one, but not 
Bob Dylan wrote it, but the um, who took it? The moms and the papas. Yep. Uh-huh. No, it, of, no, uh, no, was it no, uh, the Peter, Peter Paul and Mary? Peter Paul and Mary. Sorry, Peter, right? sorry, Paul Mary. sorry, everyone right. listening out there. I need <laughs> I was to know who. Too. Yeah, they took it to number one, and uh-huh. I want to say it was like. Not, not so many times, though. It, it yeah. wasn't even 1970, though. It was uh-huh. like before yeah. 19. It was that song 60s. is like a, I yeah. don't want to say ancient, but it's a very old song. Yeah. It's been around a long time, and. Yeah. Um, it is very like, I mean, it could have been written today. Could have been written today. Yeah. yeah. It's just a lot of, lot of you know, a, a lot of things that Dylan has written, uh, it does apply today. So it's, it's I've is always it? been a big Dylan fan. Yeah. But yeah. I guess that's why I like Judy Pastor so much. Thanks. I've heard you say you're a, a girl Dylan. Or Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I said I was a girl Bob Dylan. A girl Bob Dylan. <laughs> kind of. I mean, that's a pretty high compliment. So I yeah. probably, probably shouldn't say that about myself. Uh, but I, I say it more as like, he's. He's like, I don't know. His music is timeless and his voice is imperfect. And I feel that mm. way about myself, but there's a like richness to it. And mm. I feel that way about myself. So that's wow. not in a bad way. It's just, you know, um, like being in Nashville, there's so many like perfect voices, you oh, know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's more to being a musician than a perfect voice, you know? Yeah, and that's true. It's so, anyway, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where I say it from. That's cool. Yeah. How about another one? Got another song? <laughs> yeah. Another story behind? I need to tune for Tuning? This one. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but this one is one, I have not cut this one yet. No? I wrote it last year. Mm-hmm. Planning on cutting it. Um, this one is a one, my, hu- my husband's father passed away. Mm-hmm. Um last year and it was like suddenly on his farm he just went out to work on the farm and Mm. had a heart attack and you know passed away which is Mm. like horrible for us but for him like didn't suffer you know i mean that we know of i mean it was fairly quick and Mm. um so this farm is like uh my father-in-law's like pride and joy and now my husband and his brother are like taking care of the farm and my mother-in-law still lives in the old farmhouse there and mm. it's um like about 85 acres and wow. it's about an hour 15 minutes outside of nashville okay. in coffee county and um just a beautiful well cared for piece of property mm. and um, about picture in my mind yeah it's actually if y'all are listening and want to see the property if you go to my youtube you can watch or my facebook you know or my instagram you can there's links everywhere for the YouTube video, um, which is at Judy Pastor Music. I made, I did a video for the ride, uh-huh. and we made it on the farm. Ah, yeah. How about that? So that video, I'm going to go watch that again. Mm-hmm. I, now knowing that, I will watch that again. Yeah. I've seen it. So yeah, yeah um, awesome. So that's what this song is about: being reminded when we're on the farm, which we go to quite often. Like we were just there for Thanksgiving, being reminded of. My father-in-law, so uh, Bill DeLuigi, um, my good, good friend and co-writer, um, wrote this song called It Was Yours. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. This four by four don't run like my Chevy. Front end shakes when you take her over sixty. But I'm the biggest fan. Of this F-150 Cause it was yours When I drive past Fire Lake And it's a hot one I swear you're in your coveralls Riding shotgun I turn up some old Hank song And rock on it was yours I know that you raised me To carry on the love you passed down I need you and I miss you I'm hoping that I'm doing you proud But half my heart is missing for sure it was yours Back home on the farm Your dog rides with me I work the fields I know I'm growing good seeds And sacred dirt Sticking to the boots on my feet Cause it was yours I know that you raised me Was 
yours It was yours oh, 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 oh. It was yours That's really a powerful song, Judy, and it really touches me too. I, I lost my mother-in-law not too very long ago, mm-hmm. so... Um, I'm sorry. That's a great, great song. Thank you. You and Bill DeLuigi, huh? Yes. Now, I've heard a lot about Bill. I've never met him, and, but I know that we've had uh, writers on this show that have written with Bill and yeah. speak uh, wonderful of him. He's a wonderful human. Yeah, that's what I hear, mm-hmm. and, and I look forward to meeting him. Yes. So, um, wow, that's just an amazing song. Thanks. So, I, I always like to get about into the process a little bit. Yeah. So, you guys sat down together. Was this your idea? Tell us how it all came about. Um, my husband, again, my husband, uh-huh. uh, yeah. really, um, he wanted me to write a song for about his dad or for yeah. his dad, and I wanted to, and we were just talking about, um, like, different things, like uh, the scenarios on the farm, the dog, and yeah. the the, tr- the truck. Um, the imagery. Yeah, like yeah. the imagery, and uh, I had an idea for a melody, and uh, I just felt, when I want to write something, like, deep, I always go to Bill. I mean, like, <laughs> he's, like, my go-to for, like, something that's, like, really meaningful, you know? Uh, he's just, like, he's, like, a deep person, and he can yeah. write, he can write, like, surfacey pop stuff, too, mm-hmm. you know, which is fine, or deep pop stuff, whatever, but I just, mm-hmm. he's, like, my person for that, and, uh, and he was, like, at my wedding, we had a really small wedding, Bill's just one of my best friends, so he knows right. Megan, and, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's my husband, and, uh, so Bill came over, and, um, and we worked, we worked it out, and we wrote the song, and that, that was kind of the process of it, but I had, like, different ideas, I had some of the melody, we changed quite a bit of it, but, um, I feel like it turned out really well, I, I really, like, like my husband's family loves that song. I bet. And um, I was able to actually for was it Christmas last year I think, um, like handwritten lyrics and we framed them. Oh, that's for, cool. Um, like my husband's mom and my sister in law, my brother in law, like everyone got like a framed on a stand like of the lyrics and oh, that's you know, it's just really nice. Such a gift of yourself. Yeah, it was nice. Know? That's so neat. Yeah. Very nice. You know, one of my favorite movies these days is the movie about the Bluebird Cafe, and it's out there on Amazon and Netflix and things. It's uh, it's a good one to see um, if you really want to get into the songwriter's mind and 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 about a great venue. It's just yeah. iconic here in Nashville. Uh, if you think about the Opry House and the Ryman, and then the next the Bluebird, these are all iconic places yeah. in Nashville, but especially the Bluebird. So many great people were discovered there. It's a place to go to hear songwriters, and they make sure you listen because they'll tell you to shh, you know, the songs come first. And um, the reason why I bring this up, because you were in that movie just briefly, (laughs) and I just found that out today, and I'm going to have to watch it again now and watch for you. It's it's just a clip. Mm -hmm. Troy Castellano actually sent me the screenshot of it, and I was making Uh like a, you know, sometimes when you get a screenshot from a video, it's like like worst face ever. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding? That's what I look like in the Bluebird movie? But yeah, I was, I was, I, I got a little clip in there. Oh yeah, kind of no, fun. It looked great <laughs> <laughs> to be in a movie. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. and to be at the Bluebird where you, where you've played, right? Yes, I have played there. Not too much. I've uh-huh. actually only played there one time. Yeah. Um, but and I would like to play there again. But yeah. it's oh, uh, you will. oh, I, I'm uh, sure I will. Yes, but you, will. you know, it's, yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's it's hard to explain what it feels like play on a bluebird stage mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's a very small venue yeah it is everybody's looking at you yeah <laughs> were you nervous 
Yes, I was nervous to play there just because of like what you think about it before you go. But I've played like other stages that are um, besides the listening room, like Third and yeah. Lindsley. Yeah, Third where, and Lindsley. You know, you feel mm-hmm. pretty nervous, you know. And yeah. but once you're on stage, um, you know, it, it subsides. The adrenaline yeah. starts to take over. Yeah, right? you're you're okay. You're okay. Yeah, you're okay. I always think that a little bit of nervousness is good. Keeps you sharp. That's right? what they say. That's what they say. Right. I believe it totally. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Well, that's cool. What brought you to Nashville from from Philadelphia? What made you decide? And was that a big decision and a big move? It was a definitely a big move. The decision didn't wasn't that hard to make because I had been mulling it over, and the desire was placed in me probably eight years before I actually made the move. So mm-hmm. it was like something that I was like moving towards yeah. for a long time. Um, but my father was sick, and so I was. Um, you know, I was staying in Philadelphia, like with, you know, with my family, uh, while he was sick. And then also I had all those like children's music accounts and I wasn't like quite done with all that. Mm -hmm. I was into the special needs thing at that point. And, uh, and I was a singer songwriter there. So I was, I was doing, I was busy there, Mm -hmm. but, um, I had started coming to Nashville to write and to perform. And I was booking writers' rounds. You know, the Commodore was one of the oh, yeah. first places I ever played. I still love the Commodore. They booked me before I ever lived here, you know. And there was a, uh, one or two places that aren't around anymore about, uh, let's see now, it'd be like probably like 13 years ago because I've been here for 10 years. So 10 years? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just had my 10th year. Yeah, I say it's a 10-year town, so watch That's out. what they Shooting say. Pastor. That's what they say, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, it's yeah. a, for me, it's like a slow, steady, uh, train ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty exciting. And you're enjoying the ride. I am enjoying the ride. Your song. Yeah. Yes. yeah. The good and the bad. That's good. Yeah. Now you're a award-winning songwriter and you've been nominated for a lot of different awards, but I read about a Canadian award that you, uh, won, right. uh, which is kind of equivalent to our Dove Awards here. Yes, it actually is. It's the GMA, which is the Gospel Music Association, Canada, GMA Canada. Awesome. So it'd be like the Canadian, like they just had that CC. Yeah, like their CMA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, tell yeah. us about that song. So, uh, tell um, that whole thing. That was interesting. That actually, that song was one that I started writing when my dad was sick, and I was um, mm. visiting. Um, actually, I think at that point I had already may, maybe moved down to Nashville, and but I was my dad was sick for a while, mm-hmm. and so um, anyway, I'd gone home and I was staying with my parents and. Um, I, at that point, and I don't, I can't really tell you why it's kind of funny or weird, what, depending on who's, who the listener is, but I was reading the song of Solomon out of the Bible and I was just kind of in that like book and it's like this like romantic book in the Bible and everything. It's, and, um, in the old Testament and, um, there's a scripture in there about awake, don't awaken my love too soon or don't awaken my love before it's time, I think is the scripture. Gotcha. And anyway, I started like fiddling with the melody and these lyrics and uh, the song ended up being called Awaken My Love. It's a really, really pretty song and I really shouldn't be talking this much about it because I have not played it in a long time so I'm probably not going to play it live. Yeah, But that was the song and what happened was uh, Bill DeLuigi and I, again, yeah, Bill and I, we... We um, wrote... Bill, Bill, if you're listening, we got to get you on the show. (laughs) Yes. We wrote that song with a Canadian artist named Sean Spicer, who's like an instrumental artist that is kind of in that GMA uh, award-winning pool. Yeah. And was looking to collaborate with some Nashville people and found 
me and then I brought Bill in and the three of us collaborated and then we ended up with we had several nominations over the course of a few years with different songs but that was a song that won but it was kind of weird because it won jazz blues song of the year (laughs) an instrumental version oh that had a french horn on it like so it took my vocal out and it it did like the vocal melody with, with the a French, French horn, horn and it won and wow. I was just like this is crazy so that, that was is so cool it was fun did you go to the award show and everything we went to one of them where uh-huh. we, we thought we were going to win and we didn't win uh, so we drove all the way to Canada Bill and I did yeah. oh gosh <laughs> and then went to the award show and it was fun and drove back and got detained is that the word at customs oh yeah oh my gosh it was a whole like thing bill had to get back and he was very upset but it all worked out and we've We've, got we've got another memory so we used to go up to canada i grew up in cleveland ohio so we used to go up um just to visit toronto a lot and then but i was born in buffalo new york okay so that's just right across the peace bridge into canada so if you were going to to see the the falls like niagara falls you know And the good the, the good views are on the Canadian side. Right. So you'd always have to go through that, uh, you know. And why are you coming into Canada today? Yeah. You know, you don't get smart with those guys, we found out. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. they can make your life miserable. Yeah. So I know what you're, uh, what you're talking about yeah. there. It's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> what a neat experience. Yeah. Congrats on that. Thanks. There's yeah. a more recent award. Did there you... is. Okay. Well, tell us about it. No, I want yeah. to know what you know about it. I know nothing about it, but I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> well, I just, it's really recent. Mm-hmm. Um, back just a couple months ago, I won a Josie Music Award. Well, I did. Now, Josie's okay. Now, yeah. I did hear about and that. And that was really neat because that's 2021, but that's for Artist of the Year for Folk Americana. That is so cool. It was really cool because it honors you as, well, first of all, the Josies are like um, the the largest independent artist or independent musician music awards. Mm -hmm. Um, So independent being that you're not signed to a major, major label. label. Um, You could have a publishing deal, I suppose, but you know, Mm. um, so yeah, I mean, it's really neat because they have like songwriter of the year and songs of the year, but I actually won for an artist of the year, which is very like affirming to me that. For my artistry, you know, yeah. that was really fun. That's a big piece of validation. Yeah. You gotta feel good. About it was that. fun. I got to go up on stage and accept it, and I was truly shocked and wow. and um, happy and delighted and all that stuff. Well, congratulations Thanks. on that. Yeah, I just somehow totally um, rained out on that one. <laughs> I figured but I'd I bring it remember- up because it's like recent. Because the other yeah. one is like uh, back from 2015, I think. I do remember writing about that and was happy uh, for you. Thanks. Uh, so congratulations. Thank you. Josie's are a cool, cool thing. Really yeah. Nice. Well, this was my first year submitting. Um, <laughs> I've had a lot of friends that have submitted. And my uh, friend that I write with, Corey Lee Barker. Cor- Corey's always winning. Song he's of the year always and, winning. Yeah. And he's been doing it, you know, for a while and everything. But I guess I just never, I don't know. I never mm. submitted before the 2021. So you're telling me first time you submit, you win. Yeah. Which I was, which shows actually <laughs> the, like, um, authenticity of the like board because they really didn't know me because yeah. you know you think like sometimes you know you don't know like how political like you know yeah. I don't know you don't know yeah. and that's why I didn't think I was gonna win for one reason you know just because they didn't really know me mm. but so that was really exciting did you have a speech prepared oh no <laughs> no I got up there I was like woo you know you can watch it it's I've got it up somewhere because uh, we'll, we'll do that yeah these people um, that I 
made friends with, uh, videoed me, and yeah, it was nice. That's cool. Yeah. Josie Award winner. Yeah. Uh, Judy Pastor, our guest yeah. today on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Well, I want to talk you out of at least one more song. Is that possible? Yes, absolutely. Yeah? I'm uh-huh. thinking... Uh, and where are you playing next? Where do we see you? Where can we see you? Now, this is uh, publishing on December 29th, so uh, you got a busy January ahead. January is still up for grabs. Mm. There's some stuff going on in January, but my December... Um, wait, what did you say about the 29th? 29th is when we published this. Uh, so oh, right. I know you've got the um, listening oh. room on the 22nd. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. With yeah. Bill DeLuigi. Uh, yes, yes. He, I, I invite him a lot because he plays lead on, <laughs> on the songs we've written. <laughs> it's always good to have a guitar player with you. Uh, well, I usually do, if it's like six songs, I'll probably do three that I co-wrote with him. Oh, that's nice. So he fiddles around. He likes to sing background vocals with me, too. He sounds really good on my songs. Oh, that's so. cool. Because there are songs, so yep. Uh, I can't really say what I have, so you're okay. just gonna have to go to judypastor.com. There you go. Uh, yes, so. it's a great site full of a lot of information on on Judy. So yeah. uh, check it out, judypastor.com. So What's, na- uh, yeah, you gonna yeah. So now I'm gonna do. Um, I'll do the song. It's a single that I released back in April. Okay. Um, of this year, so before the ride. It's one song before the ride. Okay. And. Um, out there on Spotify as well? Yes, it's on Spotify and Apple and everywhere. Is this the one I heard you do the other night? Yes, I this love this is the song. one you like. Yeah, this song. one is called True Love Has a Cost. And this one um, this one is, is about um, the sacrifices that we often have to make when we truly love someone or something. Yeah. This is called True Love Has a Cost. Okay.
Gotta be a story behind that one. <laughs> does it have a cost? Mm. I think it does. Does? Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell us about the writing of that song. Um, okay, well, I mean, my husband's gonna be mad because he's gonna say, You talked about me too much. <laughs> but this oh. one is, I know, oh dear, but it's actually his song idea. So really? He, yes. Yeah. Uh, um, he has, over the course of our marriage, gotten uh, pretty, um, I don't know, he's like very, very adamant about these like song ideas they they just come out and he writes them down he's got a notebook now and everything oh so. he's the songwriter at heart then pretty, huh? at heart yeah, he is yeah. mm. he really um it's really interesting because he's like very country like he grew up on a farm and he's mm-hmm. like from tennessee and yeah. well he was born in florida but he was raised all his life in tennessee well. and he um <laughs> he but he loves like artists like Nancy Griffith and I, I didn't even I know who Na- Nancy Griffith Well I so love her now her. but I didn't Honestly, really yeah. even know yeah. her music or anything I mean uh, he turned me on to her he he likes artist. yes yeah. he just likes very uh he's very eclectic in his taste of course he loves Judy Pastor so, ah, which see. is you know great but um he just had that a song idea, True Love Has a Cost. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I was listening to Brandy Carlisle had come out with like The Joker. Mm, and, love that song. Love her too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to that a lot. And um, I don't know. I just, I wanted to get the minor chords in there. And I, so I had, I wrote the melody and had some lyric ideas and um, went to my co-writer and, uh, and we wrote the song. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. And the use of the minor chords in there are very effective. Too, Thank you. Notice that right away. Yeah. So. I, um, that song is the one where I started working with Sean Byrne, and then he produced he produced True Love Has a Cost and The Ride. And so, The Ride? Yeah. So when people, if you listen to my music, then you'll hear a little bit of a difference in the production if you're into all that. Yeah. Well, I hope you will go to the uh, Judy Pastor uh, YouTube page and also Spotify or wherever you get your music. Look for Judy Pastor, P-A-S-T-E-R, right. not O-R. Correct. She's got wonderful music out there. She is uh, the Josie Award-winning Americana Folk Artist of the Year. Yeah. That is so awesome. <laughs> Americana Folk is my one of my favorite genres. So I am just so proud to have you on the show. Thank you so much. And to have talked about that a little bit. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. And I want to wish you all a happy new year because I know this is the last uh, one we published before uh, New Year, happy uh, 2022 already. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I can't believe we're talking about that. And I look forward to joining you next week on the show, Songwriter Connection Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection Podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.